We are back with another edition of the Biggin' Bros Podcast. I'm accompanied by my boy, Zach. Say what's up. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Familiar with the show? We're not familiar. We are the Biggin' Bros, so make sure to go ahead, grab yourself a nice cold Bud Light or whatever beer you're drinking out of the fridge and something to eat and get ready to listen to us rumble. It's going to be a fun one. All right. We have two new guests on the show today for our uh, exciting weekly NFL Pick'em for week four. We got Nate. Say what's up, man. What's up, guys? And we got Talon. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? (laughs) All right. Let's explain this real quick. Okay. So in the weekly Pick'em, we're going to overview every game. Uh, Keep it short and simple. Everyone makes their picks, which everybody gets three locks, which we keep track of throughout the year to make fun of each other for. (laughs) All right. Zach, you want to open up with Thursday night? We have the 0-3 Jaguars at Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Oh, God. (laughs) Who are 2-1 and and have a chance of taking the division. That's crazy, right? Uh, Yeah, you can call it crazy or you can just call it luck. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals have looked extremely solid this season. Yeah, they have. However, you know, they played the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings. Let me remind you, the Minnesota Vikings. That's one of their dubs. Their other dub, who else Who else did they beat? The Pittsburgh Steelers. Are the Pittsburgh Steelers relevant? I don't think so. Um, they've got Jacksonville this week, though, so... Could be an easy dub. I'm not taking a lot out of the game if they do go 3-1. and one. I'm not saying that the Jacksonville Jaguars are winning the division. However, I think the the Cincinnati Bit or I'm not saying the Bengals are winning the division. Of course, hell no, the Jacksonville Jaguars are not winning the division. Uh, <laughs> they, they might be one of the worst teams I've ever looked at from, from quarterback to punter. I mean – I don't even know what this team's problem is. They, I understand taking Trevor Lawrence. That was big. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is a dra- generational talent, but they just don't have the guys around him to allow him to succeed, and they have the wrong coach to allow him to succeed. Um, if anybody watched the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Cardinals, um, Urban Meyer called the most ugly flea flicker I've ever seen. Um I just don't like Urban Meyer. I don't like the team around Trevor Lawrence. Um, I don't like the play calling that this team has. Um, Hell, freaking Carlos Hyde was getting most of the touches for the first two weeks of the season. That's an issue. Um, Especially when you have James Robinson, who was one of the best backs in the league back year. So, or last year. So, I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals in this game in a lock. I think that... Um, this one's, this one's not, you know, the most simple lock. That's why I'm going to take it as my lock because it's not, you know, obvious. Like I could go look at and say, yeah, that's a lock, but it's obvious. And I don't want to be a boring freaking piece of shit. So (laughs) I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals over the Jacksonville Jaguars in my lock. Nate, what's your thoughts? Well, I'm not going to go as far to say it's a lock. I mean, they can go either way. But um, what you said about Urban Meyer and his play calling, it's really been atrocious this year. Um, the Bengals being a fluke at 2-1, probably. But, I mean, they're still 2-1. Um, still got to win games. 
Uh, I really think that the Bengals are going to pull it out this week. I don't think Jackson or Jacksonville is going to be able to figure it out. I think <laughs> I don't think Urban Meyer is going to be staying in the NFL too long. He'll go right back to the college football sooner or later. USC. <laughs> you probably the USC job. It's wide open. Right now. I mean, but yeah, hey. I'm taking the Bengals. Hey, he said he's in Jacksonville to stay. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's hear it, Talon. Man, I'm going to take the Bengals on this one, honestly. Um, I don't know, though. I'm not going to take it as a lock, and I'm not also not going to talk these people's ears off like Zach did. Um, I, I feel like I feel like the Jaguars have a lot of room for improvement, uh, especially behind a good coach and a good rookie quarterback. Um, I'm going to give them a little bit of time, but, yeah, I'm definitely going to take Cincinnati in this one. Did you just call Urban Meyer a good coach? <laughs> give him some time. He has to get adjusted. Give him some no, time. No, Urban Meyer is dog shit. We'll see. Jesus. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's settle down. I am taking Jacksonville in this game. Um, it's one of their two games of the year. I think they have a chance at winning. Uh, the whole roster is depleted. Um, I'm not an Urban Meyer believer purely based off the fact that he's bringing a college system and uh, a college scheme to the NFL. And I think that ultimately that's probably going to stunt Trevor Lawrence's development to be a uh, upper echelon NFL quarterback, and it doesn't help that he has honestly nothing around him. The offensive line's terrible. Um, the weapons aren't good. I'm not making a good case as to why Jacksonville is going to win here, <laughs> <laughs> okay. but I'm you know you got to give him respect out of uh, maybe once or twice a year. I think that there's just going to be an upset in Cincinnati because I'm not a true believer in Cincinnati, That's- but they've won some games that are solid. They've beaten some solid opponents. I think Minnesota's not as bad as people say they are. And I also think that Pittsburgh's not an easy out as I mean, well. You're, the Cincinnati Bengals are playing against the secondary that honestly has nobody. Like, who does the Jacksonville Jaguars secondary consist of? Shaquille and, Griffin. That's it. Okay. <laughs> and, and you've got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. They're going to get roasted. They're gonna absolutely get burnt like a marshmallow on Thursday, and I'm not even I'm not even considering it even questionable. So, all right, well, hopefully your lock works out, Zach. <laughs> it will work. All right, so we have the Tennessee Titans in New York playing the Jets. Oh Lord, <laughs> this is my game to cover. What a great game! Um, the Jets are awful. Um, it's not Zach Wilson's fault. The offensive line looks horrible. Their center's calling out their rookie guard. It looks terrible. Um, don't bench Zach Wilson. A lot of people are (laughs) – come on. Really? It just doesn't work out. Uh, Tennessee by 50. Sorry. This is a lock. (laughs) Uh, um, look, I gotta agree with you. I mean, the Jets are the Jets. They'll be the Jets. About benching Zach Wilson, I mean, that's just an easy person to blame. Uh, really, Wilson's not played that bad. It's just the fact that his, I mean, his offensive line is the Jets, and his receivers are the Jets. I mean, you put Wilson on any other team in the league, and I'm sure he, I mean, he's he's an he's an awesome quarterback, but I mean, he's on the Jets. Um, right, he has the arm talent. Oh, he definitely has the arm talent. I mean, uh, I'm gonna go with the Titans here. Um. It's pretty hard to stop uh, their running game and just all everything with the, everything with the Titans. 
<laughs> real quick, be real quick, and like a fantasy um, aspect and everything. Can we talk about Derrick Henry getting some receptions, like yeah. actually getting like six a game? That's kind of impressive. <laughs> it's kind of terrifying, actually. He's been getting that though. <laughs> Not necessarily based on his game logs for the past few years. This is the first year I've really noticed that he has an, uh, a significant increase in targets, right. which is kind of impressive. But go ahead, Zach. Talk about the game. Um, I personally, I have the Tennessee Titans winning this game. I have a different overview. I think that Zach Wilson is not ready yet. I think that he's got a lot of potential. Um, he's got a really, really good arm. Um, but he's not making all the right decisions right now, and he's not seeing everything completely correct either. Um so, I think you sit Zach Wilson. Um, what? But that's that's just my opinion. I think it helps him develop if you put him behind the right guy to develop. Um, I think that if you let him play this year and he sucks all year long, which he has kind of sucked this year, um, I think it honestly hurts his confidence for next year. Um, but I'm taking the Tennessee Titans in a lock also. Um, they're going to absolutely destroy the Jets. So, I think it's kind of like a Jacksonville situation. It's everything about <laughs> Zach Wilson, in my opinion. Yeah, he I might get. Go ahead. Sorry, he might get hurt though. Like he's he's playing behind. I mean, Mackay Becton is hurt, and that's yeah. tough. That was that was awful for them to lose Mackay Becton week one. Um, but honestly, like it's. He's not – yeah, he doesn't have great weapons, and he's behind a bad offensive line, which is honestly bad because he could get hurt playing behind that offensive line. Do you really want a guy that you just drafted in, at the second overall pick to get hurt? Like, I just don't want to take any chance of stunting his development whatsoever. I'm not worried about the injury concern. But, I mean, that's respectable, but I just – starting him out – Three games. I you just I just don't think you can bench him. Sorry, no, <laughs> but that's what I'm at. Yeah, and uh, I mean, really, who? I mean, the only other quarterback they have on the walk. walk uh, they God, I can't talk. Rosters, Mike White. I mean, it's not like they got they got a guy <laughs> to put ahead of him. I mean, you got to play what you got. I mean, play to win at least. Hey, I Cam's mean. out there. <laughs> okay, um, Talon, what's your thoughts? Man, I'm going to take the Titans in this one as well. Uh, it's a pretty obvious choice. I'm not a firm believer in the Titans and uh, and what they're going to do this year. I'm a firm believer in Derrick Henry. Uh, so that's always – I mean, that's always going to help them out. DraftKings has the odds as a eight-point difference for the Tennessee Titans, man, and I think it's going to be a way bigger gap than that. So you're taking the Titans' money line? Yeah. I'm not going to lock it in, though, because there's yeah. always that chance. But, yeah, I'm definitely taking the Titans on this one. I'd bet on that. <laughs> That's, That's an easy $10 right there. <laughs> All right. Well, we're heading to Philly where the one and two Chiefs. Oh, Philly, Philly, Philly. <laughs> the so. one and two Philadelphia Eagles <clears throat> coming off a horrible, horrible, horrible loss to the Dallas Cowboys in prime time. Nate, take it away. So, Kansas City coming off that tough loss in uh... – in the fourth quarter to the Chargers and uh, the Eagles with a sad loss against uh, the Cowboys uh, last night, no- or not last night, sorry. Well, no, it was last night on Monday Night Football. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Chiefs are going to bounce back this week. Um, 
signing Josh Gordon, which uh, still has a lot to prove. I feel on the football field. Yeah. If you can say, if you can say out of trouble, that's what the bottom line is. Uh, really, I mean, the Eagles ran the ball three times on Monday Night Football. Three times. I mean, <laughs> it's. It, I don't. I mean, you really can't say anything other than that. Uh, they really just have. No identity on the offensive side of the ball. Sorry, guys, uh, but I got to go with the Chiefs with my first lock uh, of the night. So, I completely agree. Um, Zach, go ahead. Um, so, oh, boy. oh god, I don't want to sound like a biased Eagles fan. However, I'm going to take a page out of Skip Bayless's book here. I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles in this game. In an upset over the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't really care what anybody says. You can call me stupid. You can call me whatever you want to say. Um, There's a few words for it. Yeah, you can call <laughs> me whatever you want. Um, I I just don't I just don't believe that what we saw out of the Eagles on Monday Night Football is what the Eagles are. Nick Sirianni has called two very bad games in a row. Um, eventually he's going to get his feeding right, and eventually he's going to be calling good plays. Um, I I like the guy. I like the, the personality that he brings to the team. Um, the team was very injured this week. We had Andre Dillard, who's been getting plowed over in training camp, starting at left tackle. Jalen Hurts had a virtual pocket. He had to move everywhere. Yes, Jalen Hurts played terrible, but – Pat Mahomes didn't play pretty either in his game. He didn't play pretty either. So um, you can call it what it is. The Eagles game on Monday night football against the Dallas Cowboys, it had the feel from the beginning that the Eagles were going to get destroyed. And a lot of that, a lot of the times that happens in the Eagles Cowboys rivalry. And one of the teams are actually pretty good. So um, I'm not, I'm not closing the door on the birds just yet. I think they upset the Chiefs. Talon, you live with Zach. <laughs> oh, man, I, I feel like it's a pretty – yeah, man, uh, no matter what Zach says, I'm going to have to take the Chiefs in this one. Uh, Zach, that was a very biased answer, and you know it was. Both teams <laughs> coming off a, uh, of a tough loss. Um, I'm definitely going to have to take the Chiefs in this one it, just because I feel like you have an MVP at quarterback that's going to definitely bounce back. Uh, Jalen Hurts' confidence might be down a little bit after that. Uh, he made some bad plays. Um, I, I have high hopes for Jalen Hurts. Uh, but all in all, man, for the Eagles to run the ball so little and have the fifth-ranked rushing offense in the NFL, that just doesn't make much sense to me. Uh, Kansas City's defense, man, I don't know. They're kind of iffy. Um, I would say they need to push the ball a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I'm going to take the Chiefs in this one. Well, I guess it's my turn now. Um, I'm walking the Chiefs over the Eagles. Um, yes, I'm an Eagles fan. I'm not impressed. I don't like the play calling. I don't like the situation. Um, it just doesn't make sense. It seems it seems like a lot of child play. I don't like it. Um, but, yes, I agree with the narrative of Pat Mahomes going absolutely crazy. So, if you have any Kansas City Chief outside of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, start them. They're going to be great. Um, my confidence is, has been littled uh, with Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni, that duo. So the jury's still out on them. I'm not too confident about it. 
I don't like it. It's giving me um, just bad Philly sports fan vibes. Like, yeah, man, that's a that's a big <laughs> loss to bounce back against one of the better we teams. Just, we, we just got to remember that this is – it's week three of the season. The Eagles have a completely new coach. This guy, it's literally – that was his third game calling plays ever in the NFL. Um, also – Jalen Hurts has shown that he can be a solid leader. He just has not shown that he can play as solid as what he is as of a leader. Um, but one thing I can say is the Kansas City Chiefs defense is not showing to be very good. Neither is the Eagles defense. But we have a lot more pieces on our defense than that Kansas City Chiefs defense. Um the smart play would for, be for anyone to say the Chiefs are winning, but I'm not going to be smart. I'm going to be stupid. So, Well, I'm locking the Chiefs, and for all you betting fans out there, uh, the Chiefs are going to cover the spread. So lock that in as well. Don't give up on the birds. <laughs> and don't don't listen to everything that Hunter says. Okay? Heard Why? Because if you tell somebody to lock something in and then – they lock it in, and for some reason the Eagles win, or the Eagles actually, you know, totally, you know, like the Chiefs aren't able to cover the spread. Then it's then you just told somebody the wrong thing, and then you're in trouble. <laughs> Zach, if you're so confident, if you're so confident, money on it. If you're so confident, take the Eagles as a lock. Then, um, you know what? Uh, I don't. I don't really care. Because last week I got more locks right, more locks right than anybody else. So you know what? I'm gonna lock the Eagles in. Oh. Um, in Philly, Andy Reid coming back to Philly. Oh, Sorry, Andy Reid, you're about to get absolutely mossed. I hope everybody remembers this next week. Devonte Smith. Yeah, write this down, to, everybody. Devonte Smith is about to have his breakout game. Um. Call me stupid all you want, but I called the Lions beating the Ravens last week. I know it didn't happen, but it was close. It, 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 didn't, it was didn't close. Happen, no. It was hey, close. It didn't happen. Hey, it didn't happen. <laughs> hey, back off. I called that. I also called the Chargers beating the Chiefs. And yeah. that one that one did happen. So um I'm taking the Eagles in a lock. Wow. All right, Nate, you get the three and Panthers. At Dallas, Jerry World taking on the two and one Cowboys that just absolutely, absolutely opened a can of whoop ass on the Philadelphia Eagles. That'd be me. It's talent. Oh yeah, talent. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm here for you. Uh, yeah, man. So for people that don't know, huge Panthers fan. I'm not a huge Panthers fan. I'm just getting into it. Uh, I was born in Charlotte, so I'm a big Panthers fan. Um, yeah, man. Two teams with high confidence coming into this game. Dallas absolutely obliterated Philadelphia. On Monday, uh, I had to add that one in there. You know what I mean? Man, my team's looking solid. Uh, FanDuel has us uh, losing by five, man. Uh, but you know what I mean? So Dallas's run game looked absolutely amazing on Monday. Uh, but it's going to be different when you get in front of that Panthers defensive line. Uh, you know, Brian Burns, Derek Brown, Morgan Fox. I, we're solid, man. Um, I'm going to have to take Carolina in this one. On oh, no bias stuff. You know what I mean? No biasness. Okay, maybe a little bit. I'm going to take, take Carolina in this one. 
Uh, hey. I feel like, I mean, I feel like that defense is just too tough. Um, now, Christian McCaffrey being out is going to hurt us. Chubba Hubbard's back there, though. Uh, I got I got high hopes for him, man. And, and tell me if I'm wrong. Sam Donalds looked really good this year. Hey, you want to lock that? Because you want to lock? No, hey, I, hey, I definitely hey. am going to lock that. Yeah, I'm going to okay. take that as one of my uh, lock. Lock. Uh, lock. I got. It. I have confidence in my lock team, it. no doubt. Yeah, it's a lock. Let me tell you something. The Dallas Cowboys are going to be. I know I said something different. Stop, stop trying to think of what you're going to say and just say no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, know I, said, I know I said something different in the last episode. But the Dallas Cowboys, as much as I hate the Dallas Cowboys, they're going to be in the NFC Championship at the what? end of the season. Whoa, no 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 no, 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 no. Hey, hey, this what? is my take. This is my take. This is my take. I didn't know I was done. This is my take. <laughs> Let me, let me, hey, hey, let me take my take, okay? Go ahead. The reason why I say that is because that offense, with with, an, with a healthy offensive line, nobody's going to stop that offense. Besides the Carolina Panthers defense. The Panthers definitely. <laughs> hell no, the Panthers we have definitely a, aren't going to Number you one defense in the NFL. Okay, you didn't even name Jeremy oh. Chin, okay? Jeremy Chin is one of the biggest pieces on that defense. You just traded for C.J. Henderson. He's probably not going to play on Sunday. Um, Zach, I was talking about our defensive line. Why would I name okay. a, a safety? Your defensive line, Derek Brown and Brian Burns, are about the only good guys on that defensive line. Um, the Carolina Panthers, yes, they have a great young core on that defense. J.C. Horn is hurt on IR, though. Sad, very sad, because I love J.C. Horn. You guys are not going to be able to stop the Dallas Cowboys. They're going to absolutely demolish you. Um, I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys by 28 points in How, this game. You don't, have any, you don't have any locks left, do you? No, that's my final lock. Wow. Mm. Dallas Browser. Cowboys. A whole lot of games left to use yeah, man. Drops that fast. That's uh that's I mean, for you to cut me off, that's a big margin for you to for you to say. Man, the Dallas Cowboys defense, I don't think it's gonna be able to keep up with us. Uh, their offense will. <laughs> Your guys' offense is dog doo doo. You're talking about an okay <laughs> offense against the number one defense in the NFL. I'm talking about one of the best offenses in the NFL. Zach, oh okay. I know you okay. all lost, man. That hurts. I get no. it. No, the Cowboys have one of the best offenses in the NFL. It, it looked like it looked like it last night. It sure did. Did you watch them against the Bucks? They did. They did put up a fight against the Bucks. I'll give you that much. But it was in week, week one. In week, week one. Okay, I don't care if it was week one. They still put up a big fight. In week one, it's okay. Yeah, I don't care Nate, if it was Nate, week one. Nate, you could take over, bro. Okay. Um. So the big question on everyone's minds: Are the Panthers for real? Or is this just a fluke of it being three and zero? I really like what they uh, what Sam Donald's been doing this year. Uh, granted, he's not had much of a defense to go up against. Um, Cowboys offense did look really solid. Uh, has looked solid throughout the whole year, really. Um, man, I don't know. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go with the Cowboys here, just because of the fact of um, I think the Panthers really haven't played a played a great football team yet. I mean, the Saints game. I mean, sure. Saints are probably going to be pretty good this year, but um, their other two games are against teams that are haven't won a game yet. So I think the Cowboys are the last. They're going to be the first real test, and I think the Cowboys are going to stand up to it. So, well, you go ahead and take it away. 
I here's my thoughts on it, Rick. Everybody pays a lot of attention to Carolina's defense. Exceptional, young. It's going to be good for a while. Okay, but something I want everybody to understand is the offense. Sam Darnold. He wasn't the problem in New York. We've covered this already. Yeah. DJ Moore is breaking out. Okay, and the company DJ Moore is a take the top off the defense wide out in Robbie Anderson that can go one reception for 75 yards and a touchdown. Okay. Any given second, any given play. Um, and then you can't look past the cornerstone of the entire offense. It's Christian McCaffrey. Whatever you do, do not rush him back, please. No. Don't rush him back. We don't want, we want this team to compete. I think they're the only ones that can kind of compete with Tampa Bay in that division, but I still think Tampa's going to win that division. Sorry, Talon. You might get a wild card, but that's going to be tough with the NFC West, okay? But I know I'm talking a lot about the Panthers here, but I, I am going to take the Dallas Cowboys. But I think it's <laughs> going to be a close one. But I am going to take the over on the 50.5 line for the, for the game, though. I think it's going to be a shootout, okay? You're missing J.C. Horn. A shootout on offense? Yes. Mm. I think – I mean, Dallas is often – they have a two-headed monster in the backfield. Tony Pollard yeah. is absolutely exploding. The offensive line, it's been injured, but it's still working. Okay? And then you can't ignore the receiving core. I know Amari Cooper has a rib issue right now, but C.D. Lamb, Dalton Schultz has looked good. Honestly, and then Dak's having a great year as well. So, I mean, it's only been three games, but I am going to take Dallas in this by a slim margin. I'm not going to lock it, but it will be over 50 and a half points. I want to be on next week's episode when we talk about this. Hey, I'm not saying that you're losing by 28, okay? That's true. Um, <laughs> Talon, don't even start. I want to be. Hey, I want everybody that's listening to this podcast to know Zach could not sleep last night because of that Cowboys-Eagles game. <laughs> Man. He was stirring, bro. You're you right. Should- you're you right. shouldn't. Have, you yeah. shouldn't have said that Dallas is winning by twenty eight. I had to let them know after that. Yeah, you want to put. You want to try to put my team on know, blast. You know the Eagles are dog shit. I take back all my comments about the Eagles, but I'm still locking them in against the oh, Chiefs. Oh Lord, that's okay. Jeez. Zach, take it away. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, you got the zero uh, three New York Giants. And oh gosh. In New Orleans, they're back. All right, they're back that's in true. New Orleans. They're in the Superdome. All right. Or I think that's what it's called. Mercedes-Benz. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Okay. Joe Judge and these New York Giants. Man, Doug Peterson doesn't respect the game of football. He literally sat Jalen Hurts and kept us from making it to the playoffs. Joe Judge, you're an idiot. Okay. <laughs> this team is 0-3 right now. Okay. I'm sorry, Joe Judge, but... Come talk to us whenever your team has a good enough record to be in the playoffs. Um, the New York Giants, honestly, to me, they might be they might be the worst team in football this year. Um, their defense does not look near as good as what people expected. James Bradbury hasn't looked like himself at all. Um, they just aren't. They're not doing anything really that great they just lost to the falcons who got beat by 26 by the philadelphia eagles who everyone in this podcast seems to, property. seems to think are shit we can agree on that <laughs> um i personally though danny dimes always is able to win yes. some games he's always able to win a few 
Okay, and this is one of my games that I think Danny Dimes goes out and wins. I think Jameis Winston might have his first, you know, actual bad game. I don't like Jameis Winston very much. He just throws the ball up, like, pretty much even if he doesn't see a receiver in the back of the end zone, he throws it up. He might get lucky every once in a while, but uh, – and he does get lucky. But I'm taking the New York Giants in this game. Whoa. Hey. Oh what? my gosh! Can we kick him off the podcast? What? <laughs> no, you can keep the take. Why? Why no, doesn't? Okay. Why it's doesn't okay. that make sense, guys? No, it makes sense. It the makes Saints. Sense. The I Saints mean, haven't looked good. They haven't. I mean, don't, they don't look get, a lot better I, than New York. Okay, I I understand. I understand the woe with the Philadelphia Eagles comment, but well, don't give me I'll, don't give me the woe with the with the New York Giants comment because uh, the Giants. I understand they've looked bad, but so have the Saints. Jameis Winston hasn't shown that he's really that good. He went and beat the Packers, who, yeah. He walked into Foxborough and beat a young Patriots okay, team. But, but, Mac, uh, but the wide receivers couldn't catch the ball from Mac Jones. Mac Jones, Mac Jones was getting intercepted because his wide receivers couldn't catch. Right, right. I mean, and so – um. I ignored that the Saints have a really good defense. Yeah, they, they do have a really good defense, but the Giants don't have a bad defense either. They haven't played good, but it, they don't have a bad defense. Is it okay if I pick up on this one? Yeah, yeah go ahead. All right, man. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Saints on this one. Uh, not not by a huge margin. I'm going to say 10 or more uh, just because I will say they lost to the Patriots. It was by two, uh, but they did lose to the Patriots. They, they beat the Patriots. No. No, what? Wait, the Saints? No, the Giants. Oh, we have okay, never mind, sorry. My bad. I should have clarified that. that. No, that was on me. Yeah, the they Giants lost to the Patriots. The Giants um, didn't play the Patriots. Yeah, I was about to say we haven't played the Patriots. They played them in the no, I'm talking okay, so I'm gonna go preseason on. Right. So they, <laughs> lo- they lost to the Patriots. You, you go preseason. You go they pre-season. lost to the Jets. Yeah, just because just, this is my sole reason, right? They lost to the Jets, even in preseason though. Uh they lost to the Patriots. And then you want to talk about regular season. Okay, they lost to the Washington football team. And the Falcons. The Falcons have looked okay. Um, I definitely got to take the Saints in this one just because, uh, man, the Giants are just looking – I get they're young, but, man, they're just looking rough. Yeah, I agree. Go ahead, Nate. Give me your um, thoughts. So, yeah, we all know about the Giants. I mean, New York football right now is not in a great place. Um, Saints did look pretty good uh, last week against the Patriots. Um, as a Patriots fan, it sucked to see. But – uh. I don't think Jameis is as bad as everyone gives him crap to be, <laughs> Zach. Um, but, I mean, and especially you got the two-headed monster. Of, I mean, you got Hill if you need to. So, I mean, they have options at offense. and Like we've been saying, their defense has been really good this year. Um, two interceptions last week on Mac Jones. Um, so, I'm going with the Saints. Pretty easy pick for me. All righty. So, New York is heading to New Orleans. Right, first game of the year in New Orleans. Yeah. They've had a lot of turmoil within the city. It's going to be packed. It's going to be emotional. Yeah, it's going to be a big deal. Um, I don't think the Giants stand a chance whatsoever. Um, I think it's going to. I think New Orleans is going to cover the spread. The Giants' defense hasn't lived <clears throat> hasn't lived up to their uh, expectations at all. Daniel Jones, he's looked solid, but I mean they've 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 been trailing all year. They just I don't know. I'm not a big Daniel Jones guy. Saquon, I'm happy to see him starting to get more involved and everything, but they also have lost two of their receivers. He got his first touchdown. 
It's fair, but it's 2019. That's true. That's true. He did. But uh, they lost Sterling Shepard, and they've also lost uh, Darius Slayton. And I don't see any reports on either of them playing this week. New Orleans has a great defense. Um, I'm going to take the under on the points, though. Um, it's uh, 43 even, but uh, I don't even think it's going to be very close. That's fair. Very close. Because, I mean, just let's, let's be honest. New Orleans loves their football team. You know what I mean? And especially in the past when they've had a lot of turmoil within the city, that's their one thing they go to. Yeah, the difference, you know the, Pelicans is, suck, so. the difference is they have Jameis Winston playing as their quarterback now. So, they're, uh, yeah, they're going to be three and one though after this week. And that's no, they it. won't be. Yes, it is. No, they won't be because Jameis Winston's not the guy. That doesn't matter when you're playing the Giants. No, yes, it does matter because I'd take Daniel Jones over Jameis Winston, and I hate Daniel Jones, but I take him over Jameis. You use that word "hate" very lightly. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, my whole thing is, like, I think New Orleans is better at this moment, as of week four, is better at every facet of the roster than New York. And then you add in coming home. And then you add in the coaching. There's just – there's no hope for New York in this game. I just don't see it. By the way, everybody, I don't mean hate as, like, I (laughs) genuinely hate the person – I just don't like them as a football player, if that makes sense. Like, I don't, like, think they're very good. That's all. I don't hate them. I don't hate the person. I just don't <laughs> like them as a player. That's all. All righty. Well, we have another game here. Um, the 2-1 Cleveland Browns, after coming off of a defensive – I don't even know the word to explain what they did to the Bears. That was – Future. I don't know so, if I'd say defense, but we'll get into that later. Well, here's the thing. Nine sacks is pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. Nine sacks on Justin Fields last week. But they're going to Minnesota, who won their last week, their last game at home against Seattle. Um, the offense is crazy in Minnesota. I love the offense. I, I hope that Dalvin Cook comes back because he is an upgrade over Antonio – I mean, not Antonio, Alexander Madison – but Alexander Madison did excellent last week. True. But uh, I'm, I don't really have much to say about this game. I think it's going to be a close one. The line is two and a half by the Browns. And honestly, I'm going to, I'm probably going to take, I'm taking Minnesota plus two and a half here. I'll pick up. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, man, I, I agree with you, Hunter. I'm going to take Minnesota as well. Oh, so. My thing is, I look at strength of schedule as well. Uh, Minnesota's definitely had a tougher schedule so far. Uh, they put up a fight against the Cardinals. Uh, yeah, and the Cardinals have looked good this year. Um, and then, obviously, they beat the Seahawks. And uh, But here's the thing. Cleveland did look good last week. They did. So, I, I have a feeling it's going to be a close one, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Minnesota on this one. Uh, like honestly, real quick, just to add before we transition to Nate here. Uh, sorry about that. I think I think it's honestly going to be over fifty-two points. Ooh. Really? Wow! I, I think combined. Be, yes, I think it's going to be over fifty-two ah. points combined. I, I could see that. I so. like just Minnesota's offense has looked great. Cleveland has a good defense, yes, but Minnesota's secondary is horrible. They have OBJ back. I mean, it's sure. just it's going to be a good game. Sorry, Nate. Go ahead. No, I mean that's fair. I thought I was going to be the all one out picking the uh, 
uh, picking the Vikings here, but um, we all know Justin Jefferson has balled out last year and this year. Um, Kirk Cousins will actually look pretty good this year. Um, kind of what uh, Talon was going about with the strength of schedule. I mean, had some pretty tough games, and they finally got a win over uh, mm-hmm. Seattle. Uh, the Browns. The Browns have looked, I mean, amazing. So, I mean, in comparison to how they've been in the past, but um, uh, I think I'm still gonna have to go with the Vikings here at home. Um, their offense, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a shootout either way. Um, but it's gonna be an interesting game. Uh, go and, ahead, I mean, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> uh, real quick, Zach. Before I, I just have a lot to say. Real quick, <laughs> I'm sorry for butting back in real quick. And you know, I've. At the beginning of the year, I kind of was fading Minnesota a lot. I still don't think they're going to win their division. Green Bay is just – it's Green Bay. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is on another MVP tour. But um, Cincinnati's 2-1. and one. They beat Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's a significant mm-hmm. win, especially in Pittsburgh. And they, they had a tough one with the Cardinals, obviously. I mean, they lost to Cincinnati, but they had a tough one with the Cardinals, who are 3-0, and who have looked actually amazing and just looked great at, in the NFC West. And they beat Seattle, who is a playoff contender, no matter what you say. I mean, I, I think they're going to compete with Cleveland. I'm going to take them to win. It's going to be close, but it's going to be a high-scoring good game. Zach, go yeah. ahead. Sorry. Uh, you guys are causing me to have an aneurysm over here, quite honestly. <laughs> you made me wait wait like five minutes to say anything on this game. And all you guys are picking the Minnesota Vikings. And to me, quite honestly, that makes no sense. Um, we all know Kirk Cousins doesn't win the big games. He doesn't. He's not good in big games. He wins the games. Yeah, he's beat he's beat Seattle, and he competed with the Arizona Cardinals. But we all know that everybody is overhyping the Cardinals right now, too. The Cardinals have played very solid. But again, can we look at the Cardinals and look at their strength of schedule and look at what they've done? They almost allowed the Jacksonville Jaguars to beat them last week. Yeah, they separated towards the end of the game. But – they allowed the Jacksonville Jaguars to stay in the game. The Cleveland Browns actually have one of the better defenses in the NFL. Um, the Vikings don't have a great offense line. It's it's okay, but it's not great. Yes, they have a, some great weapons there in Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, even Tyler Conklin's looking good, and Adam Thielen and K.J. Osborne. Their offense is nice. However... I don't know how you can go out and confidently say that the Minnesota Vikings are going to beat the Cleveland Browns based on the way they've played. Yes, the Cincinnati Cincinnati Bengals are going to be probably 3-1 and one at the end of this um, week. I don't think you can say that that means anything. I mean, I think people are, including myself, I am significantly – underrating the Vikings only because I hate the Vikings. But um strong bias is here. Strong bias. No, it's not bias. It's not bias. I just don't think the Vikings are that good of a football team. Like it's it's not bias. I just don't think they're that good. I think they have a solid offense. But the difference is it's Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is going to make mistakes in this game. 
Miles Garrett's going to get after Kirk Cousins. Um, this defense is going to get after Kirk Cousins. He's probably this is probably going to be his first game that he struggles in. I had the Cleveland Browns winning this game pretty pretty handedly. So, all right, Nate, you have a fun one here. The oh, 0-3 Detroit Lions at the one and two Chicago Bears. Talk about it. Oh man, the Bears. Uh, Justin Fields really struggled last week, as we all know, only having like I think it was like sixty-eight yards passing, which is just atrocious. I mean, I feel bad for the guy. I can't can't do anything in the pocket. I mean, young quarterback um, going up against the Lions here at home. Uh, Lions look. Pre- I mean, they looked pretty good last week. Had that uh, comeback shot against the uh, the Ravens, but then I mean. We don't know what happened. 66-yard improbable field goal. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it's a. It, I mean, I don't think it's a tough one really. I think the Lions are going to pull out in a divisional game on the road. Um, the Bears just don't know. They just don't know what they're doing on offense right now. And at least the Lions have something going on with Jared Goff. I mean, I like Justin Fields. I wanted to draft him for Christ's sakes. Um, I think he's got a lot of potential, but I just don't think that I just don't think the coaching staff really knows what to do with him so far. But that's pretty much it. Yeah, I I honestly I don't know where to go with this game completely. It is kind um, of weird. It's a weird one. Yeah, Hard like one Chicago's Chicago's offensive line has looked awful. Um, they gave Justin Fields on average last week zero point seven eight seconds to release the ball. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Miles Garrett, Tack McKinley, and uh, Jadavion Clowney really got after him, and it was yeah. rough. But I don't know. I'm trying to decide who's going to get fired first, Joe Judge or Matt Nagy, <laughs> because Matt Nagy said that all three quarterbacks this week are under consideration to start, even Nick Foles, who hasn't been active all year yet. Right. So, honestly, what? Oh, gosh, I'm sorry. <laughs> The line, here, the line here is minus three Chicago. And honestly, I think that this might be Justin Fields. If he starts first win, I think any of them are going to win because, you know, Detroit's not that good. It's going to be closer than expected, but I'm going to take Chicago here minus three. Man. I'll aim to pick. I, uh, I thought I was going to be the only one choosing the Lions here. Uh, <laughs> I guess we're split right now. I'm going to go another one to the Lions uh, just because – once again, strength of schedule kind of comes into play here. Uh, and then the way, man, the way the Bears looked, Justin Fields, uh, I think he had, if you look at it, he had one yard last week. Um, I don't think the Lions defense is all that great. Uh, but I feel yeah. like against against the Bears offense, I feel like they're going to look pretty good. And then I have high hopes for Jamal. Uh, man, I like him. I think he's just a good character uh, as, a, as a guy from the videos I've seen. Um, yeah. and I, I, he looked, he's looked solid. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't looked great, but he's looked solid. Uh, I'm going to take the lions in this one. Right. That offensive line has impressed me. And for my fantasy team's sake, I really hope Jamal doesn't do well this week because I need DeAndre Swift to do good. But Zach, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, so we got Chicago bears. The only way the Chicago bears win this game is if Nick Foles is playing. We all know the magic. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. But I'm taking the lines in this game only because I like the tenacity of Dan Campbell. I like what he brings to this football team in Detroit. And 
I like Jared Goff behind that offensive line a million times better than any of these quarterbacks that are playing behind the offensive line in Chicago. Um, because, I mean, Jared Goff actually has a line, right? I mean, he actually has They've a looked line. great, yeah. Um, yeah. You got to feel bad for the Chicago Bears. They used their draft pick this year. They used one of their draft picks on Tevin Jenkins. Um, so that hurts that he's not, you know, he's on the IR. And he would have helped them out a lot, especially since Jason Peters, and I love Jason Peters. He's kind of washed. Um, he's a little bit too old to be playing football now. Um, <laughs> sorry. I keep it real here. It is who I am. Yeah. Um, but I'm also a hater. So <laughs> I'm taking the Lions. I'm taking Dan Campbell. I love Dan Campbell. I think he's everything that Lions team needs to win this game. So, Zach, you admitting you're a hater is probably the best thing that's ever come out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom, you have the one and two Texans. Coming off a, t- a tough loss to your Carolina Panthers last week on Thursday night yeah. at the Buffalo Bills. I think I'm going to hop on the bandwagon here, man. The Bills look solid. Uh, they, they, have a, they have a good receiving core. Uh, and, I, I mean, look at what Josh Allen did last week. Balled out. <laughs> Every week anymore. I know, but last week was amazing, man. And, and against yeah. the Texans, I mean, you see what we did to them. And I feel like that was a bad showing for us. Yeah, uh, man, yeah Bills, Bills by – it's a 16-point spread. I'm going to take them by at least 21 in this game. Because, uh, man, they're coming off a huge week, and I feel like their confidence is just really high. And I feel like it's going to roll into this week. And Texans aren't aren't big of a challenge, I feel like. Are you going to go with the over or the under on 48 points? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say I'm going to say under. Okay. Uh, just because I think they'll 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 go up by twenty eight and then start putting secondary second string in. I got you. Yeah. I, uh, I don't I don't think they score that much. Who knows? They might if the Texans can put up some points. They might. Uh, I'll, I'll go under on that one though. Right. Right. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and take this one real quick. I don't have much to say. Um, I just don't have much to say. It's gonna. I'm taking the line with uh, <laughs> Buffalo minus sixteen here. Um, no offense to Houston. It sucks that they don't have Tyrod. This would have been a great game to watch, like storyline wise, yeah. if Tyrod would have played. Tyrod coming but, back to Buffalo. Right. But um, yeah, Buffalo. I'm also going to go with the under because I I just don't see Houston putting up that many points, especially against Buffalo's defense, who's who's looked really well. So yeah, Buffalo by 50. <laughs> Not really, but you know. Yeah, it, it feels <laughs> like it. I mean, yeah. Buffalo's, I mean, they've just been so strong. They're definitely the favorites to win the AFC East this year. Um, Texans losing Tyrod is like one of the worst things that could have happened to them. Because I mean, with Tyrod, I think they at least have a shot to somehow scrounge out the AFC South. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say about this game either. Uh, Bills by 104. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one's pretty simple for me. Also, I'm taking the Buffalo Bills. I'm not taking Davis Longneck Mills to win. Davis Longneck. Um, I'm sorry, Davis Mills, but. This is going to be a bad game for you. Um, I think it would have been just as bad of a game for Tyrod Taylor, though. It's going to be ugly. Uh, we're going to finally see why the Houston Texans started out at the bottom of everybody's power rankings at the beginning of the year. 
they're going to look pretty bad in this game. Taking the Bills. I don't mean to cut you. Oh, go ahead. I don't mean to cut you off. Like, I also want to add in. That's another one of my locks. Is the Bills. Oh yeah, I'm locking this. That's a fan one. I already used all yeah, my I locks. I didn't actually. You know what? I forgot to use my locks too. I'm locking the bills too. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a solid lock. lock. It is solid. What's that? That's my second lock. I had Panthers and Bills. That's my I second have, lock. I so far have Kansas City, New Orleans, that's, and I, I have Kansas City and Buffalo. I still got one more. All right, Zach, you get the own three Colts with uh, sprained ankles. Carson Wentz at the oh. Miami Dolphins, who are one and two. All right, we got Carson injury prone. Wentz going in. To the Miami Dolphins, who honestly have Tua, Tua injury-prone Tagovailoa on their team. They both have injury-prone quarterbacks on their teams. Um, personally, though, this is going to be probably one of the most boring games of the week to watch. Okay. Carson Wentz hasn't looked good. He's... He's got to pick it up, otherwise he's going to get benched before the end of the season. Like, it's it's been pretty bad. Like, he's having some – his completion percentage is not where it needs to be. He's having some struggles, and he's actually going and facing a very tough defense in the Miami Dolphins on Sunday. Um, but the Miami Dolphins are bringing Jacoby Brissett to start against the Indianapolis mm. Colts defense. I don't like Jacoby Brissett. What? Um, I do, Hater, I bro, I told you. Don't, don't hate. I just don't <laughs> like him as a starting quarterback in the NFL. I think he's a solid backup. Man. But not. he's not going to come in and win the Dolphins any games. He almost, won on, last, he almost won last week against the Las Vegas Raiders. But we all know that the Las Vegas Raiders play – to they play to the strength of their opponent, and they played to the strength of their opponent last week. I'm taking Carson Wentz <laughs> over the Miami Dolphins in this game. Can I get a neck? Hold yes, on, yes, Nate. The, the yeah, man, he's telling you something no, to say. No, hold on, I'm not done. Zach, you're cut hold off. On. No, I'm not done. Um, Jonathan Taylor's gonna have a very solid game. Um, behind that offensive line, the running backs have been, you know, kind of – that's kind of been what's beating the Miami Dolphins lately. So it's going to be a very run-heavy game. We're going to see a lot of running in this game, especially since both quarterbacks aren't very good. Um, so I'm taking the Colts, though. Okay. So, I mean, we could easily be sitting here in the – I mean, with Jacoby Brissett – First of all, how do you not like the guy? I mean, the man literally came into New England and won his first start of his career. Um, going up against a Colts team that is, I mean, has Carson Wentz, and I mean, Carson Wentz can hardly walk anymore. Uh, no offense. Um, None taken. <laughs> I mean, it's. I just don't understand how you can go up against and, and doubt the Dolphins in this game. I think their defense is still pretty solid. Um, and I just, I mean, again, putting up a fight against the, the Raiders last week kind of shows that the Dolphins do still have stuff left in the tank, uh, at least for this year. Uh, so I'm going with the Dolphins over the Colts. I just don't think the Colts really have, I mean, anything going for them right now. Uh, they're still trying to find themselves, to like a lot of teams, but 
uh, Dolphins. Uh, I don't know. I'm just not going to make up the number anymore. But I mean, the difference between the Miami Dolphins and the Indianapolis Colts is the Indianapolis Colts started out with one of the hardest schedules in football. Who had the Miami Dolphins freaking played? Let's see. They played okay. the Patriots. Okay, the Patriots. The everyone, everyone has the Patriots way overrated. I don't understand it. We'll get Matt to that. Jones. You're fair. Okay, Mac Jones has not looked near as good as what everybody talks like he has. Yes, we'll get into that. He's been he's been probably the best rookie out of all the quarterbacks. However, <laughs> however, you hear he contradicts oh, himself. Oh, he hold does on. all the time. How am I contradicting myself? He sucks, but he's the best quarterback no, rookie in the NFL. That's that does because all the quarterbacks that are rookies have looked kind of shitty. Not gonna lie, they've all looked shitty. So don't okay. come at me. Don't come at me for saying. Don't say I'm contradicting myself. I'm not contradicting myself. Okay, Zach. Hold on. Last... Hold on. Hold okay. on. Hold okay. on. Hold okay. on. I don't understand the Miami Dolphins' hype. They haven't looked good. The Raiders got out. They they started out bad. They threw a pick six pretty much as soon as the game started. They throw a pick six. The defense is the only thing that keeps this team in games. Even when Tua was playing, that's the only thing that keeps this team in games. And we've seen now that the running backs are what – or the run game is what exposes the Miami Dolphins. And the Indianapolis Colts have a very solid run game. And they're going to expose the Miami Dolphins. And they're going to beat the Miami Dolphins on the ground in this game. And it's going to look easy. Okay. Sure. Go ahead, Hunter. Yeah. Um, Honestly, this game is kind of conflicting as an Eagles fan. Because it's the only thing I look forward to this season. Because I'm not. (laughs) Is, is, Is the draft quite frankly. And we both have Miami and potentially Indianapolis's uh, first round picks. And um, I don't know who I want to win, but I do think I'm going to take, I'm probably going to take Miami to cover here with the, with the minus two. That's fair. Um, They have the lowest line of the week with 42 and a half points or second lowest with 42 and a half. But um. Yeah, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm going to go with the under here. And, man, this is just not – this is one – like, the teams are notable, right? But this is just mm-hmm. one of the ugliest games of the week. It is. There's, there's a lot of dimes this week, and there's a lot of really questionable games this week that you don't even want to watch. Yeah, honest, honestly, I don't know what direction these franchises are going. I think the Colts are wasting their defensive potential, and I think Miami's doing the same exact thing. I know Tua's hurt and everything, but, you know, I I wish he wasn't hurt because I was a Tua believer for a little bit, but I just need to see more when he comes back. But in the meantime, I think these are both downward trending franchises, unfortunately. But I'm taking Miami. Talon, take it away. Yeah, man. Uh, This is a solid week of football games, uh, and this is one game I just don't care to watch. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll be fine without seeing this one. Uh, But I do – okay, this is going to sound crazy. And I normally don't ever do this, but I'm going to agree with Stephen A. Smith Jr. and go with the Colts in this one. Uh, just okay. Steven, no, no, live in me town. I'm live in you. Fact, you just called him Stephen A. Jr. Yeah, yeah. Have you you've heard him talk? No, I have. Uh, um, just because man, Dolphins got shut out by the Bills, um, which I, Bills are a good team. 
Um, they did beat the Patriots, and uh, I mean they've lost to the Raiders, but that was that was only by three. Um, man, and honestly, Tua being hurt is a big deal for Miami, just because yeah. I feel like he was their face, and he did have a bright future. He still might. Uh, Colts haven't looked the best, as you can tell, though, by the record. <clears throat> but Stephen A. Smith did have a good point, and I think I, they put up a good fight against the Rams and kind of the Titans. Uh, they've had close games all year. Uh, I'm going to go with the Colts in this one. Hey, Zach, at least it's Stephen A. and not Skip A. Okay, so that's true. Okay, my only thing is – Here he goes. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. One second. Stay off the weed, <laughs> my friends. Okay. Oh, I just don't understand. And the lawsuit is okay, flying in. No, everybody keeps hopping on my case for saying things. Whenever I'm saying that the Colts are going to beat the Dolphins is not that bad of a take. No, I didn't it's say it's a bad take. Nobody said it was. I said no, you. You I all hopped sh- on my case. I just yeah. want you to know that we've just, had a split yeah. recording on this. We've been at it for 43 and a half minutes, and you have at least 25 minutes of talking. Hey, hey. You can <laughs> Talon, Talon disagreed with you about the Colts. I mean – I, I, only just, I mean, I don't think it's out of the question that the Colts win the game. I just think that you crapping on um, – I, I didn't crack on Jacoby Brissett. I just don't think he's good enough to beat the Colts. Nate, are you going to watch this game? No. Hunter, are you going to watch this game? If red zone. If yeah. It's on red zone. <laughs> I, don't think we, I, I don't think it's going to be on there very much. I don't think we need to continue the conversation on this game. Yeah, that's fair. All that's right. I, I get the another bummy game of the week. The one and two Washington football team got absolutely cleaned by the Buffalo Bills last week, and they're taking on the Falcons, who got their first win over one of the worst football teams in the league. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's go look at the betting lines here for this game. We got, oh my, it is a one and a half point favorite for Washington going up against the Falcons, guys. Oh, Lord. Hmm. Um, I don't even know where to go with this. Washington's secondary has absolutely turned tables since last year. And honestly, the pass rush hasn't been meeting their echelon, like their standard, you know, that they had last year as well. It's it just will been... this week. <laughs> it will this week. Yeah. But honestly, I'm going to take the football team here. Um, I don't like either team, honestly. Actually, no, I take that back. I take that back. I'm taking the Falcons. To cover one and a half. Okay, it's going to be under 47 points. But I am taking the Falcons because their offensive weapons are more notable and the secondary for Washington has not been great. So I think that it's going to be under 47, but I do think the Falcons win by three here and cover. I'll pick up. Uh, I'm going to take Washington in this one. Uh, Atlanta hasn't looked hasn't looked decent. Uh, they haven't. They haven't. Um, it, I feel like Washington's defense is going to pick up, man. I have I have high hopes for him. Um, I don't have really much to say about this game. This is another one I'm not probably going to watch. <laughs> if you want to be honest, I, man, I'm I'm more worried about the so, Panthers, Cowboys. So Hunter, there's one thing that you forgot talking about uh, this game, and that is the man, the myth, the legend, Taylor Henneke. <coughs> I am a Henneke <laughs> believer. Look, I know their defense sucks. Now. How do you say it, man, Zach? Heineke? Heineke. Yeah. T- Taylor Heineken. All right. It's Heineken. Heineken. 
That's a good one. I like that I like one. Taylor Taylor Heineken. Heineken. He's gonna get. He's gonna. He, I'm a believer in Heineken. <laughs> um, Atlanta is. I mean, they have the 27th best offense in the league. Uh, I do have faith in the Washington defense, even though I mean they're they're crap right now. But I think they're going to eventually turn it around. And uh, also, I just can't root for Atlanta in any sense. Uh, I got Washington. <laughs> On it, real quick note about the Heineken name. I like the Heineken nickname because I'm sure every Washington fan every Sunday has to be a couple Heinekens deep to watch oh, their easily. football team play. <laughs> Hashtag sponsor us. Hashtag sponsor yeah. us. Yes, sir. Hashtag sponsor us. Please. Taylor we'll talk Heineken. about Taylor Heineken all week. Zach, go ahead. Uh, I'm taking Washington in this game, not because of Taylor Heineke. I don't really care uh, about Taylor excuse Heineke. Excuse me. Hold on. Taylor you said Heineken. It, Taylor Heineken. I don't really care about him. I don't think he's going to make a huge difference in this game. I'm looking at. Hold on a second. Antonio Gibson owners, fantasy owners, watch out, man. This is his week. He's about to go out there, run all over these Atlanta Falcons. Um, (laughs) Calling it now. Be ready to see Antonio Gibson score the only touchdown in the game. (laughs) Okay. There's only going to be one Jeez. touchdown in this game. This game's going to be terrible to watch. It's going to be, a, it's gonna be, gonna be boring to watch. Uh, Matt Ryan's going to get hit left and right because guess what? His bodyguard uh, isn't the best bodyguard in the world. I for, I already forgot his name some way, somehow. I don't know how because he got exposed time after time. Who was uh, it? The guard? One. Yeah. Jalen Mayfield. Yeah, Jalen Mayfield. Uh, the bodyguard, the guy that says, if you draft me, your quarterback's not getting hit. Uh, he's proven that his sentiment wrong um, himself. Um, sorry, Jalen Mayfield, but you got Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne this week. It's not going to be a pretty one. And then you got Chase Young and Montez Sweat coming off the edge. Oof, sorry. Davis. I'm so – I'm so sorry. Jameen Davis is not an edge rusher. I know, he's but he is over. He's going to be over the middle, and he's okay, a scary yeah. man. <laughs> I'm telling you now, Matt Ryan's getting hit a lot this week, and he's going to be in pain. He might not even be healthy after this week. Sorry, <laughs> Matt Ryan, you are in you my prayers. That, uh... You're in my prayers, Matt Ryan. <laughs> I hope you're okay. God, I love Jameen Davis. He's so good. All right, Nate. We're into the four o'clock slate. All right. You got the one and two Seahawks coming off a pretty tough loss to Minnesota at uh, Levi Stadium in San Francisco, playing the 49ers, who also came off a tough loss to the Packers, which Aaron Rodgers. Why do you leave 35 30 Why do you leave 30 seconds on the clock with Aaron Rodgers? Um so Seahawks and Niners. Uh it's gonna be a shootout in my opinion. Uh, the Seahawks have the worst defense in the league. Uh, it's ironic after all the years of Legion of Boom to not, not be saying that. Um, and the 11th best offense, uh, obviously, uh, it's going to be a shootout with these two uh, really good offenses. Um, I think while the Niners' offense hadn't been great this year, I think they're – I don't know. I, I keep thinking that they're, they're going to turn around and – I got faith in Garoppolo. I mean, again, Pat's fan. you got to have some faith in the guy. Um but it's going to be a shootout. But I, 
I like to think that Seattle's going to turn around this week on the Niners. Um, it's going to be a close game either way, but I got a little bit of faith in Seattle just because, I mean, Russell Wilson, you can't really doubt the man. <laughs> but that's pretty much it. <laughs> I'll pick Colin? up. Uh, so I'm going to take the 49ers in this one. Uh, Jimmy G didn't look too bad last week. He did leave a little bit too much time on the clock, uh, but they had to score, so give him the benefit of the doubt. I I also think FanDuel has it as a two-point win for the 49ers, uh, minus three favorite in their way by – it's 27-25. I agree with Nate. I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, I'm going to go over at least 60 in this one. I think it's going to be a – Big shootout. Yeah. Um, both good quarterbacks on both sides um, with some wide-out threats, uh, and both defenses are a little iffy. So, but I, I'm, I'm going to take 49ers getting the edge on them. Yeah, I, I'm i going to counter that and take Seattle to cover. I think mm-hmm. they're going to bounce back after a tough loss in Minnesota last week where everything kind of just wasn't working out. Um, San Francisco is going to try and slow the game down because that's how their offense typically works. I mean, they have good receiver threats, but they're they're going to try to slow the same slow the game down, not let Russ cook. But that's kind of inevitable, especially yeah, against the Forty Niners. Um, yeah, uh, Seattle's going to cover. I think it's also going to be over because uh, the Forty Niners are not going to win this game trying to run the ball. Seattle has a weak secondary. Uh, the front seven's not awful. And the 49ers are kind of the exact same thing. So it's literally the same team going against each other. But I think the better quarterback wins this for the Seahawks. Um, I'm also taking Seattle in this game. Um, personally, I don't, I, I don't believe in the hype in San Francisco. Um, you have Jimmy G, who is solid. He's serviceable. Um, but... You got Russell Wilson on the other side. The thing is about about this game is I just I just see, you know, bigger potential for Jimmy Garoppolo to make a mistake than Russell Wilson. And really it's gonna come it's gonna come down to whoever makes a bigger mistake. You know, that's what this game's gonna come down to. Um honestly, I'd be a little scared if I'm Russell Wilson. If Nick Bosa's able to get around the edge and, you know, strip sack you and then that that might be what wins the game for San Fran, but I'm taking Seattle because of Russell Wilson. That's pretty much the only reason. Um, I think it'll be a close game though. I don't I don't really see it as a shootout either, though. I see it being, you know, twenty seventeen, something in that range for Seattle. Gotcha. Hey Talon, guess what? You got the game of the week, buddy. Yeah, man, this is a hard game to call. Uh Man, I don't know. I'm kind of at a conflict of interest here. Uh, the Rams' defense, man, it hasn't looked as good as what I thought it was going to be. I took them in fantasy. That's not what I thought it was going to be. So I took Carolina. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kyler Murray's looked decent. He didn't come off his, his week one and two. He looked incredible. He looked like he was going to be the MVP. Uh, and last week he kind of – he didn't fall off. He started a good week. Uh, but – Man, I don't know. I don't even know where to go with this one, honestly. Uh, I think I'm going to take Cardinals on this one just because of how their offenses look week one and two with Kyler Murray under center. 
Um, right. And the way the Rams defense has been playing, but their offense hasn't looked bad either. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna stick with Arizona on this one. Ooh, that's actually oof. That like that's it, it. Honestly, sounds crazy to say that's a hot take, but the Rams are the team to beat this that's year. That's a hot take. That is, it's it's it's, it's th- pretty on take. That's I think pretty LA gets, I think LA gets their first first loss Ooh. this week. Can I take right. this? Go ahead. Yeah, Go ahead. Um, I think that this is going to be the first game where we see Kyler Murray kind of look bad. Um, I personally believe that the Rams will win this game, and I think it's kind of going to look, it's kind of going to look, kind of easy for them. Um, elaborate I, a little bit why you think Kyler Murray is going to look bad. Why do I think Kyler Murray is going to look bad? Because you have Jalen Ramsey on the backside. You've got you know Aaron Donald. You've got that that defense in in LA is just so solid. You saw what they I mean they kept Tom Brady. I mean Tom Brady threw the ball for like 450 some yards and a touchdown, but he wasn't getting the ball into the end zone. And ultimately that's where that's where defenses can win by keeping a team out of the end zone in the red zone. Bend but don't break. Yeah, bend but don't break. And that's and that's what the Rams have done. They bent but they haven't broke. I feel um, like that Kyler DeAndre connection's kind of taken off a little bit. Yeah, though. it's good, but DeAndre's going to get shut down. He's going to get shut it's down. Gonna be, it's going to be a great matchup on that. Yeah. Uh, Ramsey and uh, Jalen Ramsey's, right Ramsey's the best corner in football, and it's not even close. He's more physical than anybody. He gets involved in every play, whether it's a run play. He's He's got his nose oh. in the play at all points of the game. And I think I think a big I don't mean to cut you off, but I think a big thing that's gonna come into that matchup is if Jalen Ramsey gets in DeAndre Hopkins' head. Jalen Ramsey's fun to watch. Um I'm taking the Rams because I think that that Cardinal secondary is kind of average. Um Landon uh I just I just don't I think Cooper Cup will tear up the Cardinals. Um yeah. I, I I just see. I just think the Rams are too good this year. I, I don't. I don't see the Rams losing many games. I think no, they. Fair. I think they're one of those you know teams like the Patriots back in the day that stayed undefeated for like thirteen games before they got beat. Like that's what's gonna happen. And I'm sorry, Cardinals, but this is gonna be a tough one for you. So. No, I think I got. I got a second one. You got to say there, Zach. Um. Last week, the Rams looked uh, great against the world champs of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray has looked amazing, like we've all said. Um, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say it's going to be a shootout, but, man, <laughs> that Rams offense and that – I think the defense is going to come come around, um, at least in rankings-wise. But, I mean, Aaron Donald's going to be in, uh, in Kyler Murray's face all day. Um, uh, Dog. He is a dog. Yep. Um, I'm going to wrap this game up right here for us. Um, so I've been talking about the Rams going to the Super Bowl all year, correct? Um, mm-hmm. The first few weeks, DeAndre Hopkins um, hasn't been putting up the greatest numbers purely because he's been a decoy essentially for the rest of the right. offense. He's been nursing a rib injury that's kind of flown under the radar. Um, where he's not practicing all week, but he suits up and plays. But just because DeAndre Hopkins is out there 
it draws the defense towards him. Um, even though he's not schematically involved necessarily. But I think that this is the week that D-Hop has a significant burst because Jalen Ramsey will not be following DeAndre Hopkins. Mm. Um, after a lot of the games I've watched this year with L.A., Jalen Ramsey has not followed a lot of the uh, receivers, the Big number mate. ones and everything like that. I don't know who 41 is, but he's typically the one that follows. But Jalen Ramsey has been playing a in a in a new scheme that the Rams have defensively. It's called a star position where he lines up from everywhere, <clears throat> from slot he's corner, ahead. outside corner, and he's even playing linebacker now. That's why he's able to be so involved in run plays. It's just where he's such a physically dominant player that um, he's good at everything. He can support the run and he can support the path. So I think that this is going to be a shootout. It's going to go over 55 points. Um, I'm getting vibes of the Rams-Chiefs game from a few years ago that went absolutely nuts. I don't think defense is going to be super significant, although the Rams Rams and the Cardinals also (laughs) have a really good front seven to counter – uh, Matt Stafford, but I'm going to also take the Ram, uh, the Cardinals to cover here by four and a half. I'm, I'm siding with Talon here. It's just going to be a shootout, and I think that this is going to complete Kyler, Kyler Murray's uh, I don't know how you can, narrative. I don't know how you can look at this and say it's going to be a shootout, though, after watching what the Rams did to the Buccaneers last week. Um. The Buccaneers secondary has been absolutely torn. I know, but has the Arizona Cardinals secondary been that good? No, it hasn't been. Um, This, this, I understand like saying that the Cardinals can win, but I don't understand the shootout part because, I mean, the Rams held the the Bucks to how many points was it? Twenty four. Twenty four points. I mean. And they were up 34-14 in the fourth quarter. Uh, well, personally, I think that the Cardinals have a significantly more electrifying offense than the Buccaneers. I don't think so. Um, well, the think Buccaneers have have absolutely no run game uh, yeah. at all. He, Tom Brady is uh, <laughs> leading the team in rushing currently. Oh, as of last he week, last he was week. the leading rusher. Yeah. Um, but the Cardinals, I Thank do you. think they have a better run game, which is going to open the play auction. And I, th- I just, I'm following the Kyler Murray MVP narrative here. Uh, yeah, and this gonna, is this is the type see... of game. This is the type of game that wins you the MVP. Yeah, and we're gonna see him lose the MVP this week. Hater, bro. I'm not gonna. I ain't gonna go that far. I mean, it's like I, I'm taking the Rams, but I mean, it's gonna be a hell of a game either way you look at it. I mean, Correct. it's gonna be over 55, and I'm watching oh, that definitely. I mean, not like a game pick lock, but if I were to yeah. have a play this week, it's over 55. Yeah. All right, Zach. You have the one and two Steelers who got clapped by the Bengals last week, taking on the two and one Packers who had a great, oh. great 30 seconds in the fourth quarter. <laughs> they did. Man, man, do I hate. I, I just, both of these teams aren't very lovable. Um, you got Aaron Rodgers, who's just been a prick like all offseason. I don't know his issue. Um, he's kind of pissed me off a little bit. I was a big vouch voucher for Aaron Rodgers until this season. 
Um, and now he looks like, you know, that freaking he looks like the uh, a freaking vampire. Like what's 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 the vampire's name? Dracula. Yeah, he looks like Dracula. You see his hair in that Jesus. dome helmet. He looked like Dracula, dude. He looks like an idiot. Um but I just I don't like the Steelers' chances in this game at all, period. This is going to be the game where we do see – we're going to see a lot of Najee Harris in this game. Just like last week, Najee Harris caught the ball 14 times, was targeted 19 times. Um, we're going to see him even more in this game because the Green Bay Packers, where they lack, is in their rush defense. Um and honestly, it's going to be an ugly one for the Steelers. Um, Big Ben just doesn't look to have it anymore. He also doesn't really have a great offensive line or great weapons to work with. I think we as people, we kind of overrate outside. Juju. We kind of overrate Judo Smith-Schuster and Chase Claypool both. Um, I just – I think – that the Green Bay Packers win this game pretty handedly, honestly. That's that's a fair take. Um, um. I I'm gonna take this real quick. No, go ahead. Um, so I don't. I'm not gonna blame the receivers. I'm not gonna blame the running back, the offensive line, the coaching, or anything. I'm gonna blame the front office and Ben Roethlisberger because I think his time is done. Um, he should have retired last year. Now, I could be completely wrong a few weeks from now, but he's just way too predictable with his stance in the pocket. Can't he's, even stand up, really. Yeah, No, it's just he's way too predictable, and I think a good telltale sign as to why um, as to why he is, you know, washed is mm-hmm. Najee Harris having 19 targets or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, as a running back, and I just – he can't – he can't – he, he can't rope it down the field. He just has – he's lost it. It's over. Um, Packers are going to cover six and a half. It's going to be under 46. It's not going to be pretty. Yeah, I kind of got to the same with you there. Um, Steelers' main problem is, I mean, they haven't had T.J. Watt last week. I'm not going to make excuses for Big Ben, but, I mean, not having your best defensive player on the field – or best linebacker on the field kind of hurts you there. Um, we all know what Aaron Rodgers can do. Um, we learned that last week. And all the, yeah, uh, uh, as he shut up one of the haters, me being one of them after week one, he when he looked awful. But um, I'm taking the Packers here in a pretty easy. Pretty yep, easy. yep, I'm with you, man. Um, and honestly, the way Big Ben's looked, have y'all seen that video of him tripping over himself? Yeah, <laughs> oh, that just, I mean, it's time for him to retire. Uh, man, he needed to come on to the Big and Bro Sports Podcast and and eat some wings and donuts, man. That guy, Listen, that guy needs to I'd have Big Ben on. I'd be like, it'd be an interesting conversation. But yeah, man, I think it's, I think it's his time. I think it's his time to call it quits. He's had a good career. Um, oh, easily. And. Honestly, I, I'm going to take the Packers by 14 at least in this one. Just because even though after week one, uh, you know, Aaron didn't look too good. But week two and three, he showed up, and he's done what he needed to do. And I think from here on out, I think he knows he's stuck in Green Bay. Uh, so I think he's just going to do his job and get it done. And I think they're going to – I think they're a wild card team. I gotcha. I think <clears> – <throat> I agree. They are locked for the playoffs for me. But 
All right, I have the two and one Ravens at the three and zero Broncos, who are the biggest fluke yet this year. Um, the teams that the Broncos have played are a combined zero and nine. Bridgewater's looked nice. Um, they're missing Judy. The the secondary is is elite. Um, Sertain Jr. Stud. I, I get why Dallas was mad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is going to be a short one for me. Um, I'm going to take the Ravens here. And I'm going to take – oh, wow, the line is one point with the Broncos being the favorite. Yeah, I was yeah. just looking at that. So, I'm going to take Baltimore to cover. Hopefully not with a 66-yard field goal this week. Yeah. And it's going to be under 44.5 points. Dude, that was nuts. That was nuts. I didn't think it was going to be that. That was some Donald DeLahaye shit. That was crazy. Um, I actually don't see the same with you there. Um, I actually think – I don't think the Broncos are for real. I think they, they've just kind of been on a hot streak, and I think that's still going to continue into next week. I mean, the Ravens were able to pull out against – uh, last week against the Lions, but I mean, struggling against the Lions doesn't look the best for you. And I know that Ravens team with um, with uh, Lamar Jackson's looking to turn their offense around, but um, I just really think the Broncos are hot right now, and I think that's going to carry on playing in a pay, uh, sorry playing a mile high is obviously going to be a home field advantage for them. And uh, I'm I'm taking the Broncos. Oh boy. That's- that's a that's a stretch. Okay. Um, it's a little bit, but it, y'all y'all have told y'all have been able to tell by this podcast, man. I'm a, a big strength of schedule guy because that has a lot to do with how you your mindset you go into the next game. Um, they've had the Giants, they won by 14. They've had the Jaguars, they won by 10, and they've had the Jets, and they won by 26. I feel like that's the easiest start you could get. And everybody wants to talk about Carolina being a fluke at three and zero. Look at Denver. Man, I don't, I don't. I agree. I don't see how you can hate on Carolina when you have Denver at three and zero as well. Um, but who knows? Um, I'm, I'm definitely taking Baltimore in this one. Uh, they have, they have a loss to the Raiders. Um, the, the Raiders looked good week one, um, and then they beat the Chiefs, and then the Lions. Um, I'm going to take Ravens by. I can't believe they're. They're underdogs in this game. That that's blowing my mind. By a point, that's crazy. I'm I'm gonna take them by at least ten. I gotcha. You um, taking the over or the under, real quick? Mm, over. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Sorry, Zach. Go ahead. Uh, I've got this game as a. It's gonna be a low scoring game. Um, I think that. Uh, people are significantly, including myself. People are significantly looking. People are look overlooking the Ravens way too much. Yes, they haven't looked the best. They really haven't looked very, very good, have they? Um, I don't know. But, they look decent, uh, but they haven't. They've looked pretty rough compared to what we've seen of the Ravens the past couple years. Um, but that field goal that Justin Tucker made at the end of that Lions game is going to carry this Baltimore Ravens team into this game with a level of confidence um, that we haven't seen out of them this season. 
The, the Ravens have been hurt. Um, they're, but they're going to constantly improve. I don't see the Ravens really, you know, being the most, the best team in that in that division this year. Uh, but I I'm gonna take the Ravens to win this game because I just I like Lamar's Jack Lamar Jackson's ability to move the sticks with his legs in this game. Um, hopefully Marquise Brown can catch the ball this game. Butterfingers um, Brown. Unlike last game, like he looked like awful last game. Just terrible. I don't understand what – I mean, he was getting wide open and just couldn't catch the ball. Um, I don't think it's going to be as easy for people to get open against this Broncos secondary. They're very solid. Um, but it will be fun to watch. I think Lamar will have to make a lot of plays with his legs in this game mm-hmm. in order for them to win the game. So, all right, we have another another good game that Nate's getting really sad about right now. Oh. <laughs> the two and one Buccaneers coming off a tough loss in LA are taking on the one and two Patriots. The Brady comeback. He's, he's welcome home. As do, you miss, do you miss as, Tom Brady? In a way. <laughs> How could you um, not? Yeah, how could you not at the same time? As 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 NBC has been making it out to be, as, I mean, they tried to make it almost romantic in a way, but they're not completely wrong. <laughs> um, Bucks coming off a, coming off a loss against the Rams, where they're off or their um their secondary didn't look great. Um, but the Patriots have been, God, I don't know what we've been doing this year. It's been, I mean, it's just been sad, really. Um, I think. So I'm taking the Bucks in a lock here. However, if the Patriots want to play to win, they need to let Mac Jones throw the football down the field. I mean, especially against a beat up Bucks secondary. I mean, if you're not gonna at least take shots down the field, I mean, what are you doing? You're not even trying to play to win. But I don't see the Patriots pulling this one out. I see Brady. God dang it. <laughs> like I hate saying this, but I mean, we're yeah. I, I've I've reached my point with the Patriots that I don't see us even having a shot at making the playoffs. Call me a call me a fake fan, but I just can't see it happening. I think we, I think we should call you a realistic fan. Yeah. Um, I'm going to back you up here. I'm going to use my last lock on Tampa Bay. Um, I think Tom Brady is coming into this game after that L and I think he's going to pick that defense apart. The defense looks solid, but I think, I think he's going to pick them apart. I mean, he practiced uh, against them for his whole life. So yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty easy win for Tampa Bay in this one. I don't got much to say about this one. This is, a, this is another game. I think uh, will look good. It'll look close and maybe the first quarter into the second quarter. I think, I think Tampa Bay just takes off with it after that. It would be a real uh, barn burner. If, oh. uh, if the Patriots won this, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah, I'm gonna take. Let's let's look at the odds here. Um, Tampa Bay bus six. Yeah, on DraftKings it has Tampa Bay what? Uh, by seven. Damn, that's with a, a lot with a uh, total of forty nine points. Mm. Jesus Christ! I'm, <laughs> I'm taking Patriot Tampa Bay. Are they seeing? Good lord! I think it's <laughs> what in the what the fuck. Tom Brady's homecoming. I'm taking Tampa Bay to cover on the spread here, and I think it's going to be under 49 points. I bet all facets of this. I put 
I'd put the Buccaneers on the money line as well. So, mm, yeah, all three categories. I'm taking the Bucks. Sorry, Nate. No, uh, it's gonna get ugly at <laughs> Gillette Stadium on Sunday night football. Uh, we're gonna not only see Tom Brady coming back to Foxborough, but we're gonna see the man, the myth, the legend, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. I'm calling it now. Gronk is gonna catch two touchdowns in this game, maybe three. See, maybe three. Okay, here, here, you take. Give me a second though. So. I'm I'm not as much worried about Gronk as I am worried about everyone else because I mean, Belichick has an idea about how to at least contain Gronk. There's no way you can stop him completely, but I mean, you at least have to contain him. I'm I'm more worried about Mike Evans and Goodwin and the rest of their offense. Have you I mean, watched Have you watched Gronk this year? He looks like himself again. And he, he didn't last week. Okay, but he got hurt last week. I know. I'm, I'm and he was playing the Rams. The more that I think about it. I think this game might be closer than we think. I don't think so. I think the Buccaneers. Is... The Buccaneers virtually have no run game, correct? No. Okay, but the and, difference. I mean, all all New England has to do is take away, take away the passing game. They're not good luck. Take away the, no one can take away the pass game. From listen, Brady. I'm not. I'm not trying to. Listen, I mean, the Rams did a pretty okay job. Okay, but the Rams are the Rams. They're a lot better on feel defense like, than the Patriots. I still feel like you're at least doubting a little bit of the defensive mind of Belichick right here. Okay, I, mean, I know Bill Belichick is solid. Player. I mean, he's he's watched Tom Brady play f- for as long as he's been in New England. I mean, he's he knows what he knows this guy's mannerisms. I'm not saying that he's gonna like completely shut him down because you're there's no way you're gonna be able to shut down Tom Brady. But like, okay. It's just gonna be. It's just gonna be an interesting game all around. We all know. We all know that Tom Brady was a bigger piece of the dynasty in New England. We all know. Uh, we all know that Bill Belichick formed. Okay, Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Tom Brady. No, Tom Brady was the bigger part of the dynasty. The coach isn't the biggest thing whenever it comes to a quarterback being successful. I'm sorry, but it's not the biggest thing. I mean, there were Tom Brady there with were the coach years, for the Patriots. Tom Brady. That's was going false. to be Tom Brady was going to be successful. He was going to be successful with Bill Belichick or without him. Was he six rings successful without him? Uh, no, I don't think it would have been that. No, successful. no, but he would have been successful. That's a hell of a coach to be under. Exactly. Yeah, it was it a is. perfect scenario for a six round pick out of Michigan. Yeah. Okay. But you have to also look at it and you've got to say Tom Brady is a bigger reason for why they won those Super Bowls than Bill Belichick is. I don't think how many how many game winning well, drives. Okay, time out. Real Tom fast. Brady lead in Super Bowls. Time out, real fast. Let's even let's kind of move the picture and look at Brady in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's defense last year was one of the best in the freaking league. There's no way they win a Super Bowl without them, without that defense. I mean, there's you can't tell me that. A, a bad Tampa Bay defense can shut down Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. No way. I mean, there's just no way. To, there's no way of looking at it. And like all those Patriots teams that he had had some kind of like decent defense. And the years we didn't was the years that Brady struggled. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's a different bunch of different ways of looking at it. I have it's two points right to go ahead, go, go ahead. I have two points. Okay, so I don't think one part is bigger than the other. I think it was a match made in heaven. 
kind of like a Shula Marina no, situation. I, I agree. Like, you know what I mean? It's one of those rare things that happen in the NFL where it's a perfect situation for everyone. Mm. And I, I know Tom Brady's constructed game-winning drives and everything, Super Bowl, yes, but in that 28-3 to game against Atlanta, right, <clears throat> Bill Belichick's the one that called the adjustments defensively. It's never been just Tom Brady, ever. It's been the supporting cast around him because that goes yeah. for everyone. Yep. But, but when did we see – that was really the only, like, game where Tom Brady didn't – I mean, Tom Brady had to score points in that game too. You can't just – And Belichick had to stop okay, But you can't just – this. Atlanta also took their foot off the pedal. If you watch that game at all, Atlanta totally took their foot off the pedal. They quit trying to score points. I mean, they weren't trying to move the ball. They were Patriots trying to run versus the ball Rams. Super Bowl. Defense Super Bowl. The most defensive-minded Super Bowl okay. of all time. Yeah, I mean, I understand there have been defensive Super Bowls, but the ones that Tom Brady has, has won other than that one, really, like, Tom Brady, has, Tom Brady has had – okay, but Tom Brady, did he not – Okay, 2001. 2004, let me just say something real quick. Spygate happened in 2004. Uh, the, Patriots, okay. the Patriots cheated in 2004. Okay. This is all I'm trying Disregard to get across. That Super Bowl. All I'm trying to get across here is I'm not discounting Tom Brady. I'm not discounting Belichick. I think they're equally part no, to agree. their success. Hey, which team's been more successful since Tom Brady left the Patriots? Which team had the better the roster? Yeah, I was about to say, uh, look at the depth chart. Okay, but the roster was pretty much the same when Tom Brady was in New England. What? what? The roster was pretty much the same when Tom Brady was in New England. Their How roster, many targets did Gronk have roster, in New England? Their roster was never really that great from top to bottom. Was it? They had Julian Edelman, who honestly, if he went to any other Danny team, probably, okay, but all of those guys really – their high points in their career were when they played with Tom Brady. Tom Brady makes guys that aren't so great look pretty solid. I don't think I'm anybody here is discrediting either. Tom Brady. Yeah, I'm, but here's, I'm not here's discrediting Tom Brady, but I'm saying how Tom am I Brady doesn't create the scheme. That was McDaniel's first off. Okay, let those no, players you cannot give Josh McDaniels credit for what happened in New England. He's That's, part of – it's, no, a, he's it's, he's part it's of. the whole thing. I know I know he's a big part of college And players, since Tom Brady left but, New England, look at the comparison of the rosters in New England and Tampa Bay. Okay, but the difference yeah. is Tom Brady, if he was still on the Patriots, that team is still in the Super Bowl consistently mm. year after year. If, well, I mean, if you Tom took, Brady doesn't leave the Patriots, he's still mm. going to – You took a Hall of Fame quarterback away from a coach after 20 yeah. years. Okay, and, but and then say you figure it out. It's time to rebuild. Okay. Yeah. I don't really care what you say. The difference in this game is the fact that Bill Belichick has a young, inexperienced rookie quarterback in Mac Jones who's gonna go out there and have a tough game against the Buccaneers. I'm not saying Tom you're Brady. Wrong. Tom Brady is going to be the victor out of this. He's I think we all agree with you. We all agree. Yes. The, yeah, the, the Buccaneers is, will win, correct. But I think it has potential to be closer than expected. I don't think so. I think I think the think line it's, is about I right. think it's I think it's a blowout. 
Okay. Well, that's, that's your opinion. opinion. You're entitled to, and I'm entitled to mine. None of us have discounted Tom Brady. I guess we'll find okay. out Sunday. We'll find we'll out find Sunday. Out Sunday. We still have one more game to get to. My turn. And that's Talon, baby. 3-0 Raiders. They have a chance to solidify the division with a 4-0 record. And with the Eagles being locked over the, <laughs> the Chiefs, it's not looking so good for Kansas City. What's your thoughts on the game, Talon? Man, this is going to be a hard one to call as well. I've had some tough ones tonight. Um, man, I think the Raiders, I don't know. I'm kind of in the air about them, man. They've looked good. They've looked really good. Uh, except They only won by three against the Dolphins. Um, that that kind of threw me off a little bit because Dolphins are the Dolphins. Uh, but, man, that offense in Las Vegas is looking really good. And I feel like they're going to be a problem to stop, especially against Los Angeles' defense. Um, man, I think I'm going to stick with Las Vegas in this one. Uh, not by much. And you know what's uh, crazy? DraftKings has them losing by three. Um, I think they win by six or more. I'm honestly – Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say it's, it's, I think it's going to be an exciting one to watch. I think what it's going to come down to, I honestly think it's going to come down to defense and who wants it more. I got you. Um, personally, I think the line is perfect for this game. It's minus three, leaning towards uh, – leaning towards – Is it uh, L.A.? Yeah. It's minus three, leaning, leaning towards L.A. And I think it's honestly going to go over the line of 55 points. Um I think it's going to be another high-scoring game. A lot of the primetime games have been so. And I think I'm going to take the Raiders here to cover. Not by much, but it's going to be high-scoring. And I just like the Raiders' narrative. I love like the way you think. I love John Gruden. I, I think the line is perfect. It's going over 55, and I'm taking the Raiders here. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna have to agree with you there. Um, the Raiders really have shown out this year, and after uh, beating Kansas, not beating Kansas City, um, I was thinking about the Chargers. No, but um, uh, I really think the Raiders have actually have looked really good this year. Um, I think they, this may be a stretch, but they, I mean, okay, you can debate on Kansas City right now. I mean, them being one and two is probably a fluke in a way, but. Um, the Raiders are going to give uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs a problem in the uh, AFC. What is it? The AFC West. Yeah, in the in the AFC West, um, the Chargers are. I mean, they're still out of the team, uh, and it's going to be a close game, like you said. Uh, but I'm going to uh, go with the Raiders still. All right, Zach, your thoughts? Um, I personally don't like. Personally, I personally don't like what I've seen out of the Raiders. I mean, yeah, they've won. They've been winning games. They win them late. Um, but I can't go against Justin Herbert. That's fair. I can't go against him. To me, like I've said, I think he has potential to be a top five quarterback in the league this year. Um, he's got – Mike Williams, who's stepping up big time. Um, Keenan Allen, he, both those guys are playing insane this year. Um, and then you have Austin Eckler back, who's huge for that team. He's absolutely huge. Um, I just 
I like the Chargers in this game. I like the Chargers defense better against the Raiders. I think the Raiders defense is pretty, you know, mediocre. Um, I don't think they had the pieces in that secondary to even slow down Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Like I said at the beginning of the year, I think that Justin Herbert and the Chargers are a dark horse to even possibly win the AFC West. I don't think they do. But I think, you know, I think the Chargers win this game and I think they win it. I think I think they win this one pretty easily. I think it's going to be probably a 10-point game in the Chargers' favor. Um, I just don't have faith in Derek Carr, and I don't have faith in the Raiders to win this game. So, Well, there you have it, guys. That is our NFL Week 4 pick em. We've had two excellent guests today. I couldn't thank you guys enough. Talon, it was great having you on here. Nate, it was great having you on here. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate y'all. I hope like, you really, more. really hope you guys join the show more often. Definitely. Shout out to Tuck and John. We miss you guys. Hope y'all are doing all right. <laughs> but uh, thanks for listening, guys. Stay big, bros. You heard it here from the big and bros. Everybody say it. Peace out. Peace out. Peace. Guys.